Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Welcome to Spotlight. Today's show is all about femme intuition. How do you tap into your intuition as a female in your divine feminine? How do you balance femininity and productivity? And we're going to be talking today about the four archetypes of the feminine energy, the four different energies that make up the divine feminine, that when all four of these energy types are aligned, when you have good relationships as a woman with all four of these areas in your life, then it creates this divine goddess energy and you live life in flow, you attract abundance into your life, you feel like things are going with ease and when problems come your way, you feel like and you know that your potential is greater than any problem. So what inspired me to teach this today, I was deep in meditation, uh, it was a couple of months ago, and I just started understanding and having thoughts about how right now the planet is shifting towards feminine energy, about how the planet, especially with the chaos of COVID, the drama of the recent elections, everything that's going on in the world right now, that it needs divine feminine energy that women are being called right now to step up to be able to heal the world, to nurture the world, to lead the world, to guide people in a very feminine and intuitive way. So, uh, you know, in my own life, it's been interesting. I've gone through these cycles. You know, I was a stay-at-home mom for several years, and I loved it so much when my kids were young. And yet there were times when I felt like I was losing touch with myself. There were times in which I was feeling like I was losing myself and felt like I had uh, an additional purpose on the earth that I needed to fulfill. And, and it was a struggle to try and find how do I align being a mom with being able to have my purpose fulfilled in the world. There were other times in my life where my business was growing and expanding and I was experiencing all this success and I was so driven, driven, driven to complete things, to do things. And I felt like I was stepping more into my masculine energy and I was losing touch with my feminine. And in fact, this is really common as I've interviewed and worked with women over the past decade. I find that women get stuck in one of the four archetypes that I'm going to talk about. They get really good at being a mother or being a nurturer, being a a healer, but they feel like they lose touch with these other parts of themselves, or they step into this warrior mode. They get really good at producing and taking care of themselves and growing their business, but they start to have the relationships in their life suffer because they aren't in alignment with their feminine energy. They've lost touch with that healer and that nurturer and the other parts of them. I've had women that say, I've been married for 20 years, or I've been in a long-term relationship, and I feel like we've lost the spark. Like, uh, we are really good companions, but I don't feel that energy and that spark like we used to. And all of these are due to losing touch with the four different energy types. And it's very common with women to step into one energy type and to lose uh, touch with the other energy types. But it's really important that we know all the different energies that make up the divine feminine and that we flow in and out of these different energies. So today is going to be very interactive. 
You will want a notebook and a pen. We're going to be taking some assessments, some quizzes to find out how in touch you are with your femininity. And also what I've found is that when women are in their divine feminine, they're highly intuitive. They don't need to wonder what to do. When they have big life questions, they feel led, they felt guided towards the answer. People just pop into their life when they need opportunities and experiences. And this doesn't mean there's not challenges. It just means that every challenge is met with confidence, that there's a certainty that you will make it through, that everything's going to be okay, that you'll know what to do. And of course, being in line with your divine feminine means that you have a trust that you're able to trust in yourself, you know that you will be able to create the connections you want in your life. You'll be able to produce at a level where you'll be okay. You never have to wonder if you're going to be okay, if you're going to be safe. You know that you have that intuition to guide you. So let's dive right in today. And first of all, I just want to share some statistics with you. I thought these were fascinating. And these are some of the reasons why feminine energies have maybe more of a challenge, that we as women have a little bit more on our plates or maybe have a little bit more of a difficulty and stepping into divine feminine energy or divine flow. So right now, listen to this. Women currently make up 47% of the U.S. workforce and 73% of those women work full-time jobs. So more and more as I talk to women, even if they are mostly um, stay-at-home moms or they're, they're entrepreneurs on the side, most women today are working or they have a drive to work. And 47% of them actually say that they're part of the workforce. They're getting paid paychecks. So I just ask right now, if you're listening, are you one of those women? Do you have a business or do you have a job where you're somehow earning money? Okay, next statistic. Listen to this. Women spend 10 times more than men on unpaid tasks. Women spend 10 times more than men on unpaid tasks. Here are some of the tasks they spend their time on. Child care, senior care, volunteer work, and domestic chores. So if you're a woman and you're listening to this call right now, you're listening to this podcast, just ask yourself, are you spending a lot of your time volunteering, either helping in a in an volunteer organization or taking care of kids or parents or family members or doing chores around your house. If you are, you're probably doing it 10 times more than the men in your life. Next, in a 2019 study looking at 8,500 heterosexual couples, female partners did 16 hours of housework a week while men did around six. So if you're in a relationship, you do about 16 hours more than the man in your life or 16 hours versus six. It was really interesting. After I read this statistic to my husband, he was so sweet. He's like, I'll, I'll do the dishes tonight. Let, let me vacuum today. <laughs> it's kind of a wake up call to him. And, and I think as women, we like to do those things. So I, I'm not complaining about it, but it's just interesting to know. Next statistic, U.S. moms. So moms, listen up. U.S. moms are spending 14 hours per week on childcare compared to dads eight hours per week. So women spend more time with their kids when they have kids. Next statistic, 60% of the 43 million unpaid family caregivers are women. Again, going more into the caregiving. Next statistic, women earned just 82% of what men did in 2017, meaning it would take them roughly three months and 10 days of additional work to make the same amount of money. 
And I think part of this is, yes, there's equality rights and we're getting towards, you know, women being paid as much as men. But I think part of it, too, is sometimes when women are out of balance with their feminine energy, they struggle in asking for money. There's a lot of female entrepreneurs out there. I've worked with a lot of them over the past decade. And women just struggle with asking for as much money as men do for their services. Hey, last statistic I want to share with you. Divorce rates have spiked in the U.S. during the coronavirus pandemic. So relationships are being strained right now with the things that are going on in the world. So the reason why I'm sharing these statistics with you is maybe you can identify or relate to some of them. Women have unique challenges or unique opportunities or we're inherently better at doing things like caregiving than men are. But sometimes that can be out of balance. Sometimes when we aren't aligned with our divine feminine, it can cause some problems. So let's go into these four different archetypes of the feminine energy. So there's four different personalities or archetypes that make up the divine feminine. And when you have a good relationship with all four of these areas of your life, then you can operate in balance and flow in your divine feminine. The first one is the healer. So there's this archetype that women have, this personality we have within us, this energy we have within us that's the healer energy. So when you're in balance with the healer energy, you are aware. You're aware of the people around you. You're aware of their needs. You're aware of the world and the environment. You're aware of the needs of the people in your community, the needs of the people in the world, the needs of the environment. You're aware of the things around you. And it's so beautiful. Women have the ability to have this heightened awareness even more so naturally than men do. When they're in balance with the healer, we have this ability to be aware of the people and the things in our life. Next, if you're in balance with this archetype, if you have a good relationship with your healer energy, you feel connected. You're connected to the people you love in your life. You feel connected to yourself. You feel connected to nature. You feel connected to the world. And I'm sure if you're listening, you know what I'm talking about. You've had those moments and those times where you've just felt really connected to the people around you. When you're in balance and have a good relationship with your healer energy, you're very intuitive. You just get these thoughts of where to be, when to go somewhere, who needs your help. When you're in balance with the healer energy, you're patient. You're patient with other people. You're patient with yourself. You're patient. You know and trust that everything's going to work out. And the last characteristic of somebody who's in balance or has a good relationship with the healer energy is that they're unconditionally loving. They have the ability to be unconditionally loving with the people in their life, ability to be unconditionally loving with themselves. And you may notice that sometimes you felt like you do this more than others and just means that you are in alignment with your healer at that time. Now, here's some of the characteristics of somebody who's out of balance with their healer energy. They're very needy. So if you don't have a good relationship or if you're out of balance with this healer energy, you just need things all the time. You're very needy. You're a martyr. You do things, but you always do them like, oh, look at how much work I'm doing. Oh, don't worry. Don't help me. Don't mind me. I'm just going to clean the kitchen. You go and have fun. You go and do this. Or even in business, oh, I'll take care of this. Don't worry about it. I've got this. When you're out of balance with your healer energy, you tend to be frumpy. The healer loves to be comfortable. 
But somebody who is too out of balance with their healer energies tends to be very frumpy. They wear sweatshirts and, and comfy clothes all the time, and they don't really dress up or feel sexy ever. Um, they don't do makeup or hair. They're just kind of frumpy all the time. And then the last characteristic of somebody who's out of balance with this healer energy is that they're a pushover, right? People need things from them all the time, and they don't know how to say no. So you may be recognizing right now if you feel like you are in balance with this healer energy, if you're out of balance, but I have a quiz here that I want you to take, and this quiz will help you determine the relationship that you have with this archetype, with this feminine archetype of the healer right now. So I'm going to read five statements. If you're listening, take time, write down the numbers, one, two, three, four, and five on a piece of paper or in your phone. Or if you're driving, just have these numbers up in your head. But for each of these five statements I read, you're going to give them a rating of a number between one and five. And one means never and five means always. So one means never. I'll read the statement. And if you never do this or never can relate to this, you're going to write a one. If you always can, you'll mark down a five. And if you're somewhere in the middle, you'll just mark where you feel like you are on that scale of one to five. So number one on the healer connection quiz, you regularly take me time. You regularly take me time. I want you to write down. If you never take me time, this is a one. If you always take me time, you feel like you're really in balance with that, it's a five. When you need it, you'll always take me time or somewhere in the middle. So write down the number. Statement number two, you respond with kindness and in a loving way to the people you're closest with in your life. Write down that number. Number one, you never respond with kindness in a loving way to the people you're closest with. Or five, you always respond in love and kindness to the people in your life. Number three, when you have a life question, you feel confident that a clear answer will come to you quickly. I'll read that again. When you have a big life question, you feel confident that a clear answer will come to you quickly. So number one, you never feel that way. You never feel confident you're going to get a clear answer. Five, you always feel confident you're going to get a clear answer when you have a big life question. Or two, three, or four. Maybe you're somewhere in the middle. Mark down your number. Number four, you happily serve the people around you without complaining, <laughs> right? You happily serve the people around you without complaining. One, never, five, always, or somewhere in the middle. Mark down your number. Last statement on this healer quiz. You are able to easily and effortlessly express yourself and your needs to the people in your life. Number five, you're able to easily and effortlessly express yourself and your needs to the people in your life. One, you never feel like you can express what you need. Five, you always feel like you can easily and effortlessly let people know when you need something. You should have five numbers by now. I want you to add up these numbers and get your sum total. It's going to be somewhere between five and 25. And now that you've added up your answer... Let me read you this. If your sum total is above 20, congratulations. You have a good relationship with your healer. If you score between 12 and 20, you have some work to do on this relationship. And if your score is under 12, immediate intervention is recommended. It's really important as women that we stay in touch with this healer energy, especially at this time of the world. The world needs us right now. So 
Here are some things with a healer energy that you can do. Here are some things that you can do to align more with your healer. If you scored low on your test and you're wanting to build that relationship with your healer, here's some really easy and simple things that you can do. Number one, think about one way in which you can nurture yourself today. What do you need? Right? This is the empty cup principle. When your cup is empty, you can't give to anybody else. So when it comes to healing, we need to heal ourselves as much as others. Just think of one thing that you can do today to nurture yourself. Maybe it's take a bath. Maybe it's read a book. Maybe it's take a nap and write that down. Next, another thing that you can do to really connect with that healer energy in your life is to take time to tap into your intuition. Spend five minutes in meditation with the intention of hearing whatever God the universe is wanting you to know at this time. Just take time, five minutes to listen. And then a third thing you can do to grow this relationship with your healer, to tap more into it, is to see if you can be aware of somebody today in your life that you can serve or do something for. Just thinking even right now about the people in your life who's somebody that might need something, maybe a phone call, maybe a text, maybe a back rub, whatever it is, think of somebody and step into that awareness. So the healer energy is a very selfless energy as long as you're still nurturing yourself. All right, so that's the first archetype of healer. We're going to go through the three other archetypes of the divine feminine energy. When we come back, we're going to go through the warrior archetype. What is this warrior energy that's within us as a divine feminine woman? And how do we create a relationship or better our relationship with our warrior? We're going to do a quiz to see how in touch you are with your warrior energy, what your relationship is like with that part of you. And on this break, though, I'm going to give you an assignment. I want you to come up with a name for your healer. What is a name that you can call this part of you, the healer part of you? So for me, the name I call the healer part of me is Mother. What is that name for you? Maybe it's Nana. Maybe it's Teresa because the healer reminds you of Mother Teresa. Whatever that is, pick a name and write it down. It's really important that you have a name for this so that you can call upon that part of yourself. Just mentally in your mind, I can say to myself, Mother, you need to show up now. Someone needs you in the world right now. They need your healing energy. Or Mother, it's time to show up for yourself. So come up with a name on break. When we get back, we'll go into our warrior energy. We're also going to hear from Lori Richens, who is a beautiful example of the Divine Feminine. She'll be sharing our family first segment with us. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. 
Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back to Spotlight. Today's show is all about them intuition and about the four archetypes that make up the characteristics of the divine feminine goddess. These four energy types as women that we need to be able to tap into to be able to live our life in alignment, to balance productivity and femininity, to be able to operate in the state of flow. And in fact, I loved, I was speaking with one of my dear friends recently. She's such a beautiful woman, a mentor to me. Her name's Diana Wentworth. And if you get a chance, Google her, look her up. She actually was the West Coast Martha Stewart back in the 80s, had an amazing cooking show. Um, when her husband passed away, she got remarried. She she started something called the Inside Edge. And the Inside Edge was a gathering for thought leaders. And this was before thought leaders were really popular in the world. But this is where people like uh, Jack Canfield and Mark Victor Hansen got their start. In fact, those two met there. And of course, they collaborated to create chicken um, Soup for the Soul uh, books. And Diana was actually one of the first co-authors in that book, Chicken Soup for the Soul cookbook. So as I was talking and visiting with her the other day, she said, Allison, as I asked her about this divine feminine, she said, there's two ways we can operate as women. She said, number one, we can be driven. And what that means is we see a goal and we go and get it. We're, we're driven. We work towards a goal. We do it. I've had times in my life where I've done this as I was speaking on more stages and having my TV show. And as I was getting started with this radio show, for me, I felt very driven. What was the next big goal? What was the next big stage? What was the next big move? But there was something unfulfilling in that. And I felt like I was losing part of this divine feminine within me. And some of the relationships in my life were suffering. And she said, so that's one way you can live is to be driven. The second is to be drawn. And when you're drawn, that is a very feminine energy. That is when you take time to tap into your intuition, when you listen, when you're aware, when you see the things in your life, and then you step into this place of being able to call them in and you do the things that you need to do. You become focused on them, but they're drawn to you through that focus rather than you're driven to go get them. So that was a beautiful analogy. And these four types of the ar- archetypes of the feminine energy um, were number one, the healer. On the first segment, we found out what the healer looks like when she's in balance and when she's out of balance. And you took a quiz to be able to determine your relationship, your connection with this healer energy within you as a woman and some suggestions on how to gain a better relationship with that part of you if you scored low. The next archetype, so number one was the healer, the next is the warrior. And the warrior is very different from the healer. But the warrior is a very important part of this feminine energy. And here's why. 
The warrior is the one that's always going to take care of you. And for me, um, I know as I went through my divorce after being married for 20 years, I struggled in feeling like, am I going to be homeless on the street? I got married at 19. I went from my parents' home right to my husband's home. He was he was the main provider for many years. And even though I had a thriving business at the time we got divorced, there was a part of me that wondered if I could take care of myself, that wondered if I would be okay. And it was beautiful to go through that process of being on my own for the first time in my life at 39 years old. And knowing that I could take care of myself and getting a really good relationship with this warrior energy and starting to trust myself. So here's the characteristics of the warrior. When you're in balance with this energy within you, the the feminine warrior, then you're very focused. You see a goal, you get focused on it. Um, number two, you're determined. When you're in balance with your with your warrior, you're determined. If you have a goal, you're determined to reach it. And number three, you're a producer. You know how to get results. You know how to make things happen. And you know how to allow things to happen, too. That's an important part of the warrior. When you're in balance with this warrior energy, you also are a protector. You're a protector of yourself, of the people you love, and of the things that are important to you. So the warrior imbalance is focused, determined. She's a producer, and she's a protector. Now, When you're out of balance with your warrior, and I talk to many people who get out of balance with their warrior, especially successful female entrepreneurs, when they get out of balance with their warrior, they get forceful, masculine, insensitive, and harsh, right? Their relationships often suffer because they're so forceful and masculine and so focused in an imbalanced way on getting to their goal that they don't care who they hurt or how they get there. All right, so you may recognize that times in your life when you've had this struggle, when you've been out of balance with your warrior, you may even notice people who have, have this problem in the life, in your life around you. So let's take a quiz to see how your relationship is with your feminine warrior right now. So same as the healer quiz, I'm going to read to you five statements. And each of these five statements, you're going to rate each statement on a scale of one to five, one means never and five means always. So at the end, you're going to have five numbers. If you're following along right now, just write down on a piece of paper, warrior, and then one, two, three, four, five, and you're just going to assign each of these different statements a number, and we're going to add it up at the end. So the first statement, you complete tasks on time. What You put one if you never complete tasks on time, five if you always do. Number two, when you say you are going to do something, you do it. One's never, five is always. I want you to think about this for a minute because this is not only for other people, but for yourself. Maybe you're the type of person that when you say you're going to do something for somebody you love in your life, you always do it. But when it comes to making a promise to yourself, you break it. I used to be the, and I still am sometimes out of balance with this, when I commit to myself, I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. tomorrow and go to the gym. And then I push snooze for two hours and get up at eight. That is not saying I'm going to do something and then doing it. So think about that. Assign yourself a number one to five. Number three, you know how to get results when you need to. You know how to get results when you need to. One, you never Know how to get results when you need to. Five, you always do or somewhere in the middle. Number four, you have clear boundaries and do not tolerate people crossing them. I'm going to read that again. Number four, you have clear boundaries and you do not tolerate people crossing them. 
So put a one if you don't have clear boundaries, people cross them all the time. Five if you feel you're really good at setting boundaries and maintaining them. Or two, three, or four if you're somewhere in the middle. Last statement, number five, no matter what, you feel confident that you will be okay in any situation that arises. So rate yourself one to five, that no matter what, you feel confident you will be okay in any situation that arises. So right now you should have five numbers. I want you to add these numbers up and come up with the sum total. This is the total for your warrior quiz, your warrior connection quiz. How connected to, are you to that warrior energy archetype of the divine feminine? So if your sum total is above 20, congratulations, you're in touch with your inner warrior. If you score between 12 and 20, it's time to clean up the relationship. And if your score is under 12, it's crucial for you to reconnect with this part of you right away. So here are some things that you can do to get into your warrior energy. If you scored low and you're wanting to get more into your warrior energy, working out is a great way. Listening to some kind of really uh, music with a upbeat, something that's inspiring and working out, going and lifting weights. <laughs> this is a really a warrior thing. Um, listening to Kundalini yoga music with a drum beat and stomping your feet on the ground. The warrior energy is very related to the root chakra. For those of you who are familiar with chakras, for those of you who are familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs, it's that base, it's that being able to take care of yourself, making sure your needs are met. And then the last one that's really fun and kind of exciting and people that aren't in touch with their warrior usually struggle with this but it's going into a room or a place where you can just let out a yell a warrior Rah! and just let that out let that warrior part out of you so those are some ways that you can wake up that warrior within so so far we've talked about two archetypes of the feminine energy the healer and the warrior there are two more i'm going to share with you what they are um, and you're going to take a quiz to see how your connection with those are. But before we do that, I wanted to turn the time over to Lori Richens. Lori Richens is a great example of someone who uh, lives in divine feminine flow. She's very intuitive. She, of course, does our family first segment on the show almost every week. So, Lori, I'd love to hear you weigh in on this and share your uh, suggestions, advice, stories on this feminine energy and this flow. What an excellent topic we are discussing today. I am so pleased to share a sacred experience that I had this last week with my own daughter that fits perfectly into this topic. My daughter Elizabeth lives uh, in Alabama. I live in Idaho. And uh, we had flown down here, my daughter and I, my other daughter and I flew down here to support Elizabeth. And we started experiencing a bit of concern and wonder because this little baby just was not arriving. And it got to be more and more, um, more and more days had passed before this little girl was coming into our world. And there were people concerned about why my daughter wasn't going in to be induced. And it's really important for us to trust that intuitive feeling. And my daughter felt like it was fine and I felt like it was fine. And in the end, we would discover what divine timing it would be when my daughter would deliver 11 days late. She happened, to deliver, she happened to deliver in a birthing cottage in Tallahassee, Florida, which is about an hour and a half away from her home. And when I went to the appointment earlier in the day, I was visiting with the midwife, and I had told the midwife, I said, if there's something that happens that's kind of an emergency situation, I can handle a lot. 
And I explained that I'm an energy worker and I explained that I have the ability to just stay calm in very challenging situations. So I said, don't be afraid to call on me if you need that side of me, that warrior side of me. And so she happened to make this just random statement. She said, you know, I actually have a client, a mother who could really use someone like you. Well, of course, sometimes things are said and thoughts are had where we end up finding out later that that's all part of the intuition being in flow. So this midwife ended up um, breaking my daughter's water to help expedite uh, the delivery, and the baby came rather quickly. In fact, her husband didn't arrive in time. So it happened to be International Women's Day, and it was just a beautiful, sacred unfolding of two midwives, myself as the mother, and my daughter bringing this little baby into the world. And as a mother, I was playing quiet music in the background, and I was caressing my daughter's arm, and I was holding her hand as she clenched tightly into my, into my palm, and she, she groaned that powerful yell that Allison was just talking about to bring that warrior energy in so she could deliver this little baby. And I was giving her assuring words, and it was just wonderful. It was just a beautiful experience. Well, I stayed with her for three hours before she and her husband were preparing to leave. And then this other woman ended up entering the cottage and I could hear her yelling and I could hear her screaming in agony. And my daughter and I were looking at each other and we're saying, yes, we understand. Yes, we understand. But I hadn't seen this woman. So the the midwife went into the room with her, into the adjoining room, and then came to finish attending to my daughter. And I asked the midwife, I said, does this woman have a support system? Is somebody here to support her? And she said, ah, kind of. Her boyfriend's here, but not really. I said, would you go into that room and tell her I will stay with her? If she needs me, I will mother her through this. And the midwife didn't think that um, she would accept the offer, but she said, I'll go talk to her. So she goes into the room. I've never seen this woman before. I have no idea her name. I don't know her culture. I know nothing about her. But my intuition said she needs me. So So the midwife went in and came out a minute or two later, and she goes, I'm surprised. But she said, yes. So I said, great. I'll stay with her. I sent Elizabeth home with her husband and the baby. And then I walked into the room where this woman was just screaming in agony. And her boyfriend was helpless, not sure what to do. And uh, she just could not manage the pain. And she kept screaming, I can't do this. I can't do this. And that warrior healer part of me just slipped into place so naturally. And I, I want to just summarize the story by saying, this woman and I, She was young. She was my daughter's age. I may never see her again. She's a different color. She's a different culture than I am. She was very petite and tiny with long braids. And I'm 53, 54 years old with gray short hair. And her boyfriend was in the room with a brace around his ankle for the police to track him. And I would find out that this is his sixth or seventh uh, child through multiple women. This is her second baby. And even though I'm a family advocate, and even though I try and help these type of scenarios not to happen in the world because I'm a product of some of that myself, I felt such love 
for this woman. I felt such personal engagement with her. And all the things I had done for my own daughter, I translated to this woman, this perfect stranger, and I caressed her face and I rubbed her feet and I sang to her and I played music for her and I walked her back and forth to the places that she needed to be in. I I nurtured her in the bathtub. And finally, we came to the conclusion that the midwife and I and, uh, and, and the boyfriend that she needed to get to the hospital um, to, to finish delivering this child for the, for the betterment of all involved. But I will tell you this. Afterwards, um, before the, the midwife left, she just held me. And she was so grateful for my presence there to support her as she was supporting this woman. And she said, this is the mother that I thought you could be effective for. And she just so happened to come in right at the tail end as I was about to leave. And if my daughter had not been willing to be patient and deliver this child 11 days late, I would have missed the opportunity to be present for this woman when she needed a mother, when she needed a warrior. And every time she screamed, I can't do this, I can't do this, I would whisper to her and I would say, but you are, but you are doing this. You're doing this right now. You're going to be fine. And so before they left, I told her boyfriend, I said, I will pray for you. And he said, we could use a lot of that right now. And as this woman got ready to leave, she put on a jacket that was tattered and torn and you could see the stuffing coming out of it. And the midwife had to take her to the hospital because they arrived in an Uber. They didn't even have a vehicle. So this is my witness today. This is my witness that indeed when you are in flow, that those four archetypes of which Allison is speaking, for me, I had two of them that rose up in perfect timing to be present for this woman and to be present for this man who had no idea how to help her through this process, it not only blessed them, I hope, but it ended up changing me. And on my way home, that hour and a half drive, I did not arrive home until like 1.30 in the morning. And I'm driving on streets that I don't know about. They're unfamiliar to me out in the country from Florida back to Alabama. And my heart was forever changed. And there was a sign as I walked into the building that day, a beautiful sign that said, peace on earth begins with birth. And that was true. Despite our differences in race, despite our difference in culture, despite our difference in complete circumstances, peace on earth began that day more so with me in birth, um, during that period of birth to be able to unite with this woman and to unite with that, that midwife. And I asked this mother, please send me a picture of your baby because I love her. And I may never see them again, but being able to tap into that healer and to be able to tap into that warrior mode has changed me forever. And so um, thank you, Allison, for sharing this message. I'm looking forward to hearing the two other archetypes so that women can learn from your wisdom. Mm-hmm. Now is thank the perfect you. time for, for us to tap into that side of ourselves. Yes, thank you so much, Lori. And what a beautiful example of how to call upon these archetypes and when to use them and how they can really bless the world right now. Thank you so much for sharing. When we come back, we're going to talk about the last two archetypes of the divine feminine. Take quizzes on those. And I'm also going to be sharing with you, for those of you who feel really drawn and want to participate, we're doing a five-week 
Guides to Femme Intuition course where we focus on each of these different archetypes and how to step into those energies and what to do. It involves exercises and you'll get just to be with an amazing group of women. So stay tuned for the other two archetypes on this commercial break. Come up with your name for your warrior. What do you want to call her? For me, mine's She-Ra from He-Man and She-Ra. So come up with your name and we'll be right back. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune into Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get amplified. If you want to join the ranks of the influencers, you've got to think like an influencer. How about joining one of the top influencers in the world, Leonard Kim, for Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard and his guests discuss the topics that aspiring influencers need to know, from brand building to getting yourself published and growing your audience. There's a bunch of fun and even some twists involved to keep you on your toes. You just have to listen every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back to Spotlight. Today we're talking about femme intuition, how to balance femininity and productivity. If you're just joining us, we already heard about two of the four archetypes that make up the divine feminine and allow us as women to step into a place of divine feminine flow where we're attracting things with ease and abundance into our lives, including great relationships and resources and health and vitality. So we talked about the healer energy. And you took a quiz to see how in touch you are with that archetype. Talked about the warrior energy. You took a quiz to see how in touch you are with that part of you. Uh, We're going to go into the next archetype. Before I do that, I just want to let you know that uh, we are actually starting a five-week to femme intuition course where we dive much deeper into these. We have exercises to help women step into their divine feminine. If you're interested in that, you can schedule an appointment to talk to me about that. You can just go to www.schedulewithallison.com. That's A-L-L-I-S-O-N. So www.schedulewithallison.com. And you can schedule a time to talk to me about that, see if that's something you want to be a part of. 
All right, third archetype of the feminine, the divine feminine goddess energy is the temptress. Yes, the temptress. And I'm so excited to talk about her. She is so fun and flirty and sexy. And when you're in balance with this energy within you, then you feel sexy. You feel flirty. You are able to have fun and you feel carefree. And when you're out of balance with this part of you, you may feel irresponsible, insecure, like you need attention all the time. Or yes, you can even get into being a little bit of a slut, <laughs> getting getting to be slutty. So when you're in balance again, temptress is sexy, flirty, fun, carefree. And the temptress is not just the sexy, sultry part of you. It's the flirty, fun, carefree, just able to go out and have a good time part of you. So we're going to take the quiz to see how connected you are with this energy. And this is where I see a lot of women that have been in relationships for a long time. They forget how to have fun. They forget how to be sexy with their partners. Um, and, and so just tap into how connected are you with this temptress energy. So as in the other quizzes, I'm going to read five statements to you. You're going to rate each statement on a scale of one to five, one being never, and five meaning always. So first statement for the tempter's connection quiz. Number one, you feel sexy. Number one, if you never feel sexy, five, if you always feel sexy or two, three or four, if you're somewhere in the middle. Number two, every day you find a reason to laugh. Every day you find a reason to laugh. Think about this. When's the last time you laugh? If you feel like you never laugh, Put a one. If you feel like you're always finding reasons to laugh, life is fun. Then put a five. Number three, you dance or move your body in a fun way regularly. If you take time to dance or move your body for fun, put somewhere between a one and five. Number four, you take time to experience some kind of pleasure daily. Okay, this could be intimate pleasure. It could be just the pleasure of biting into a juicy strawberry or taking time to feel the texture of the fabric of your soft sheets on your skin. But you take time to experience and enjoy that pleasure. You feel the breeze on your face. If you never take time to experience pleasure, put a one. If you always take time to experience pleasure, put a five. The last statement, number five, you are comfortable with the people with people admiring and complimenting you. So if you feel comfortable with people admiring and complimenting you, Put a five. If you never feel comfortable with that, put a one or somewhere in the middle. Now add up your score. What is the sum total of these five numbers? Your score is somewhere between five and 25. And now that you have the sum total of your number, if your total is above 20, congratulations, you and your temptress are so close. If you score between 12 and 20, there's a rift and you can work on getting closer. Or if you score is under than 12, your inner temptress is starving for attention. So here's some things that you can do to awaken your inner temptress. Turn on some really sexy music, something that just makes you feel sexy and dance and move your body to it. You can be alone to do this, but move your body in a way that feels really good, that makes you feel sexy and sultry. Next one, experience laughter yoga. Laughter yoga is amazing. For those of you who haven't experienced it, you can go online. You can find laughter yoga classes. It's just where you laugh. Laughter releases certain chemicals in our body that help us to feel good, to feel carefree, to have fun. And then the third suggestion would be schedule a girl's night out. Dress up and go out with some girlfriends and just have a fun time. All right. Or schedule a hot date night. If you have somebody special in your life, dress up really sexy for him. All right. So 
Now that you've taken your temptress connection quiz, you've taken the quiz for the healer, the warrior, and the temptress, it's time to get into our fourth archetype of the divine feminine, which is the queen. Now, the queen is confident. When you're in balance with this, you're confident, you're responsible, you're in charge, you know how to delegate things. Think about it. The queen's the one that sits on the throne. She sees the big picture. She's the one that's able to make the changes she needs in her life that has that long-term plan that can oversee the kingdom. When you're in balance with this energy, again, you're confident, you're responsible, you know how to be in charge, and you know how to delegate tasks. This could be in your personal life or in your professional life. Now, when you're out of balance with the queen, this is when you get really bossy and demanding and controlling and you're the perfectionist. My daughter told me the other day about a friend of hers she had in high school and she said her mom just sits on the couch all day and yells at the kids and tells them what to do. This would be an example of the queen out of balance. So you may already be recognizing where you are in your relationship with your queen based on what it's like to be in balance or out of balance with this energy. But here's the quiz so you can determine You know the routine. I'm going to read you five statements. You're going to assign a number to each statement. You're going to rate that statement on a scale of one to five, one meaning never, five meaning always. Number one, you act with clarity instead of react with emotion to the intense situations that rise in your life. So you act with clarity. When something goes wrong, you act with clarity and calmness rather than you react with emotion and fall apart, right? If you always act with clarity and calmness, write a five. If you never react with clarity and calmness, write a one. Statement number two, you confidently delegate tasks for optimization. You confidently delegate tasks for optimization. This could be in your life with your kids. It could be in your business with your team, but you know how to delegate tasks. You don't try and do everything yourself. Right on scale of one to five. How are you doing that? Number three, you graciously allow people to serve you. You graciously allow people to serve you. When someone serves you, you graciously allow it. One, never, five, always. Number four, you have a long-term vision and a clear plan for accomplishing it. You have a long-term vision and a clear plan for accomplishing it. Rate it on a scale of one to five. And the last statement, number five, you feel confident in your ability to run your life. You feel confident in your ability to run your life. Rate it on scale between one and five, one never, five always. Now add up your answers. You'll have a total somewhere between five and 25. This is your queen connection quiz. So if your sum total is above 20, congratulations, you have a great relationship with your queen. If you score between 12 and 20, you've got some work to do. And if you score is under 12, your queen needs immediate attention. So here's some things that you can do to help build up that queen in you. This is, well, I'm just going to give you one suggestion in, in light of time. This is my favorite one. I pick a time every day, 6 or 7 p.m., when I sit and I reflect on the day, I reflect on the big picture. I allow people to serve me. I allow them to bring me a blanket or a drink of water. And I just take time to think about the day. How did it go? Plan out the next day. Just assess how are things going. Allow people to serve me. But I do it from a place of clear clarity and calmness, not panic. So take time every day. Relax into your queen at six or seven. Start to view the big picture. And of course, when all of these energy types are working together, when you have a great relationship for all of them, they make up the divine goddess. And my suggestion will be come up with a name for the temptress and the queen too. My name for temptress is Heather. My name for the queen is Queen Alley. 
So just come up with a name for all those different energy types. And if you notice in your life that you're needing the healer energy or the warrior energy, like Lori mentioned in her family first segment, you can call upon those by name to step up. If you're noticing you want the temptress to come out and play, call on her. Or if you need your queen energy, you need the big picture, you need to be able to delegate tasks, run a team, and call upon that energy archetype. And the real secret to getting into flow in creating this divine feminine or this goddess energy is to be able to flow fluently between these different archetypes. To not get stuck in one all the time, to know when one serves well and when another one serves well. And for those of you who are interested and want to learn more about the five-week course, we talk about these triangles. So you always, when you're stepping into an energy, you always have another energy on your right and your left. For example, when I'm in my temptress, my queen's on my right, whispering in my ear, hey, let's remember the big picture here. I know we're having a lot of fun, but let's remember our goals and our big picture. And then on the left, I have my warrior, you know, hey, go out and have fun, but I'm here to take care of you. I'm going to keep my boundaries. Right, And when, when you have all of these together, it creates the divine goddess. So for those of you who want to know more about the five weeks to divine and femme intuition, then uh, just set an appointment at schedulewithallison.com. That's schedulewithallison, two L's, A-L-L-I-S-O-N.com. I think I don't have any appointments uh, left until maybe next month, but schedule the soonest one you can. I'll share with you more about it. See if you want to learn more about these energy types. When you are in flow with all four archetypes, then you create the divine goddess now the divine goddess is a creator she's balanced she's in flow she's abundant she's peaceful she's happy she's connected and she has access to her full femme intuition she leads by being drawn not by being driven she leads from a place of clear confidence and she attracts people and opportunities into her life like none other It's a beautiful way to live. So what now? Now you know about these four archetypes. You may be thinking, well, Allison, now I just know what I need to work on. Great. Awareness is the first step for transformation. And if you really feel called and compelled, intuitively drawn to find out more about it, you can go to schedule with Allison and set up a time to talk to me more about it. But what now? So first of all, set aside a time regularly to maintain a relationship with all four of these archetypes, with your healer, with your warrior, with your temptress, and with your goddess. Number two, hang out with other women in their goddess energy who support you and yours. You've all heard the bucket of crabs analogy where there's a bucket of crabs and one crab tries to climb out and the others pull it down. Women can be the worst at that. But when you're with a group of women who are in their divine feminine, they will lift you up and rise you up like none other. Number three, have someone in your life who can see your goddess picture, have a mentor, have a trusted advisor or friend who can help see you as that goddess you are and give you suggestions based on that picture they see. My dear friend Les Brown says it's hard to see the picture when you're inside the frame. This is true. Have someone in your life who can see that picture. And then last, be willing to invest in you. Be willing to invest the time and the resources you need to be the fullest version of you right now. The The world needs your divine feminine energy more than ever. So step up into that. Thank you so much for taking the time to learn about these different archetypes, to step into this energy for yourself. And join us next week on Spotlight as we talk more about ways that you can continue to align with the best version of yourselves. Until then, I'm Allison Larson, and you've been listening to Spotlight. Thank you for making us a part of your week. 
Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show. Find out.